Hello. Hello, Amanda. <clears throat> All right, I'm in a different room, so I'm trying to get situated in a way that's like comfortable. <laughs> Yeah, I was wondering if you were in a different room or you took down the stuff behind you already yeah. packed it. I'm in a different room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Marianne, haven't seen you in a while. Hi, Morgan. Nice to see you. I just want to let y'all know I have an air conditioner person coming over in about 20 minutes. So <laughs> and I'll try to come back if I can. Okay. Hi, Sarah. Yeah, and also I have a, a counseling client at the top of the hour, so I'll probably duck out like five minutes early just to get myself together. Great. Hi, I'm eating lunch, so I'm off camera, and when I'm done, I'm going to go get on my computer and come in. <laughs> okay. Hi, Mary. Hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Is Araba joining us today? I don't know. Okay. I I'll go ahead and pray us in though. Okay, great. Okay, Let's do you. it. Let's do it. I am grateful and thankful to rest in the holy instant, allowing this moment to be perfect, allowing this connection to God to manifest in every area of my life allowing the transmutation of all negative energies into vital life force energy, letting go of conflict, letting go of my opinions, my judgments, my agenda, allowing my path to be gently led and guided. I'm claiming this ease and grace for everyone. And so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you. Well, I'll just share that after our mastery circle yesterday, where like probably five different women were talking about challenges with their partners. Me and my husband got into a huge fight last night. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, not funny. All rolled into one. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he's still giving me the silent treatment that whatever. So that's what's going on with me today. So I'm part of her mastery circle and I'm the one that started off that conversation. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah. So the rest of Thursday, I just, uh, I not, I didn't have that much stuff scheduled, but I'm like, I'm just hanging out with Mike all day. And we had a lovely day. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just let go of the, all the stuff that I had to do and, or even, you know, I did anywho, we hung out together. We had a great day. Mm-hmm. So I have uh, just an observation about 
counseling. I have been working with this uh, one person since the first time. So like for about a year and a half ish. And we are just now getting to the place of, of um, like allowing the healing. It, it, it's so interesting because um, I've heard, I don't know if Jennifer said it like this before, but you know, my brain interprets things. So like, you can't push people to heal. Like you, you can't even tell them, you can't even say, just let that go. I mean, you, there's no healing. There's no um, having a healing for someone else other than just knowing it, you know, for ourselves. And it really has like, so I would say within the last month or so, we've just been having conversations about, um, I remember we addressed that a while ago, you know, like just gentle reminders about um, letting go about like, how much do you want to live in the story? Gently, 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 gently having these conversations. But it really, I really had a realization that it was like a year and a half of whatever it was this person needed to process before bringing it to the realization of, you've told this story to me, I know, at least a hundred, not a hundred times. That's a complete exaggeration, but 10 at least, you know, over and over again, at what point do we decide that we don't have to go back and live that same story over and over again? At what point do you just say, you know, I'm done with it. And it was so interesting because she was talking about, um, she was talking about the same type of stuff over and over again and why isn't it working why isn't it working you know and so um I invited her I was like well would you you know we let's do something different like this is the way that you have been doing it those were the words so let's try allowing the healing has already happened that all the work that you've been doing for 20 years, however long, I don't even know how long she's been doing it. It was a long time that all that work has led you to this moment. So, um, so I don't see her again for a couple of weeks. So it'll be just really interesting because, you know, we've been like the last, I don't know, four sessions or so. And it's, um, sometimes we meet, meet diligently weekly, you know, sometimes it's like once a month, you know, it's just kind of a, a, number of different ways you know summer seems to throw everything off so you know um yeah so it'll just be interesting to see in a couple of weeks if there were were any shifts and all that kind of stuff so that's what I uh wanted to bring up there's no pushing people and I saw that um in another call that I was on, two people were having a conversation and I could just tell, like, there's no, you can't push anybody to their own realization. So interesting. Cause I'm the type of person that I'm like, <clears throat> right. Just open your <laughs> eyes, your ears, just to take a minute, just to 
but so that's all that's my share sometimes it takes a long time <laughs> that's interesting it reminds me I had a um a client last week, or I think it was last week, and she was having body stuff coming up. And I just had this new appreciation and this new understanding for the like quantum physics aspect of like in each moment, we're creating the physical, it's being created anew in each moment. So also, I can be completely healed of something in this moment and then creating a different reality where I'm not healed of it in the next moment. So it's like, I'm constantly creating that and it may change from one moment to them. So I think that's also explains why we have what seem like backslides or what seem like, Oh, I thought I had healed that, but here it is again. I have healed it in one moment in this moment. I'm choosing to create a different experience for myself. So I thought that was just, I understood that aspect of quantum physics in a new way in that conversation, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, that's one beautiful thing about this work is it's, Every time you sit in front of a person, it's not the same. Everybody's different. Everybody has their own path. Developing that compassionate listening and understanding and not pushing. That's a good one. That's a, that was a good lesson for me. Not the not pushing. Yeah. And Morgan, that's interesting about creating in one moment the mind the mind chatter like actually embracing the power of the mind being diligent about mind chatter and you know what we're allowing in our whatever in our life yeah amanda your story is interesting i had a a, a beautiful of that in mastery circle this morning I, and I masked the other my mastery circle um, in whole face it was me and it, um, I had serious resistance to um, something that I was sharing with the group it was what it, it, we, we went back to the class on, um, and the question was, what are you holding on to? Um, and, and that's simplifying it, but, um, and I'm holding on to that I'm very aware that I just am digging my heels in, and I don't want to let it go. I don't want to look at it. I just want to bitch about it. And I just want to tell everybody how wrong she is and how right I am. And they just all held, I, I mean, I, I kind of led into it and then I just shut up and they all just held space in silence and waited um, a good long time to see if I was willing and wanting to talk more. And I didn't take the opportunity, but it was a beautiful example and I, I applaud them all. 
but you're right. You can't push people when they're not ready. <laughs> That seems relevant to what's going on in our relationships too, like with my husband and whatnot. I can't force any of this stuff on them if they're not ready. That's been a good lesson for me. Even like when I'm like processed through whatever our upset was and like ready to move on, I also can't force him to be ready to move on when I am, but I can just go about living my life happily anyway. <laughs> yeah, I've been feeling uh, like I like to share everything with my husband where everything is going through my mind. So I may overshare sometimes because he will all of a sudden say, just totally change the subject. And I'm always talking about my spiritual stuff because that's just the most exciting thing to me and just testing it out on him kind of like um so he's been very patient and uh so I I tried to um just share with you folks and people who are open to it and but I'm asking my husband more questions uh from the session we had the other day with Jennifer a counseling session where we were talking about what spiritual counseling the thing she had what was it last what was it last week something um about asking questions and uh delving into things so I said talking to my husband about things we don't really talk about I don't talk about the spiritual side that much I'm just talking about him what's you know how does he feel about this and that but totally unjudgmental and just you know cheerful bringing up subjects I never usually we just talk about the same kind of thing and uh, so this, it was really great. He was opening up because I was asking his opinion on stuff. He was opening up and, and then I saw a whole different side of him that was great. And he felt like he was more empowered. He didn't have to worry maybe that I would ups he would upset me or anything. So I could see that there was a shift there. And I appreciated uh, recognizing from what Jennifer said that there are a lot of things you can say to people, asking them questions and you can draw them out that I hadn't really been trying before I was afraid I was going to rock the boat or uh, you know upset him or that kind of thing on the other hand I also like kind of to to upset like ask questions to bother people you know and see what their reaction is going to be and so I have to be real careful there I don't want to you know alienate him or something like that so but I, I felt that it was really helpful with what Jennifer said the other day about asking more kinds of questions and things I don't usually talk about and ask questions about them. So, yeah, I really, I've enjoyed this week. It's been really interesting just uh, getting the response from him. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that because I'm yeah. always looking for, um, I, we've, we've reached a point in our relationship where there doesn't seem to be much to talk about. You know, he has, his specialty of auto mechanics and, and that kind of stuff. And I have my specialty of energy work and healing and, and you know, and the ministry stuff, but mm -hmm. I don't share a lot of that with him um, for whatever reason. So good for you. I applaud you and anybody else who's willing to do that. I don't know. I still feel like I'm wanting to hide for some reason, um, but also some things 
some way to bring up new conversation to yeah. you know to reignite the conversation. Yeah. Well, fortunately, we had uh, you know we had spent quite a few years together when we were dating when we were in our middle teens, late teens. So um, we could go over things like that, and they're just things that I had really we kind of gotten into a boring state. So I, I really thought, hey, yeah, I could try asking this and see what happens or that. Remember this and questions like that. But I never ever asked him because I was afraid to rock the boat kind of like so. And he, he appreciated it. It looked like he was feeling more empowered, like he could open up and talk about stuff because I was asking him about it. So yeah, I'm really excited about that. New phase in our marriage. <laughs> Have you applied the questions? Have you had a counseling client yet that would, you know, that you applied the same principles to? Nope. I don't have that many clients. <laughs> so, totally fine. Just curious. Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't had a chance yet. Well, it's nice. You, you proved it, you know, whatever, just talking to your husband, you got him to open up. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he's, he's pretty, you know, quiet. <laughs> I was wondering, I don't, this probably doesn't have anything to do with spiritual counseling at all, but uh, in trying to live a life, of course, um, I am um, I am always a planner, so I try to write everything down and get it all down to the nth degree, you know, so I'm totally clear. And as I'm moving along through this process of spiritual enlightenment that I'm working on, I feel like I cannot really concentrate on that anymore. Uh, I keep forgetting what what my train of thought was I feel more like uh, I know I'm handing it over but I first I want to work on it before I hand it over like so that I will have a grasp I don't forget anything because it's really important you know like planning my son is going to come over and visit with his wife and I want to have everything right so I want to plan stuff and, and I'm having a terrible time trying to remember I'm writing it down and it's like I feel like a cartoon character of myself to the planner you know and so I don't know how you how you work at that kind of thing is how do you how much do you just hand it all over to spirit just say what the heck whatever happens uh, does anybody else have a the strategy that you because I'm having a heck of a time trying to be my old self with planning and all that i've never been very i i I like to know what's going to happen and have it planned but i've never been very good at getting it all together so (laughs) i've gotten pretty good at saying well whatever (laughs) or (laughs) or getting frustrated i get frustrated because i i i think i have a plan and um and then i get frustrated when it doesn't go that way <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the plan and then letting it go after you've got it made. So you have something in your mind, like doing your due diligence, and then you just let it go and see what happens. It's almost scary to me to do that. In our miracle circle, the past couple of weeks, we've been talking about um, how a teacher of God um, spends their day. 
And it's all about like letting go of plans. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm quite ready for that one. But <laughs> interesting. It's interesting that you bring the bring that up. We've I've been talking about it. We, you know, with a different group of people. So yeah. quite interesting. So just letting go of the planning totally, like that so against my whole thing. So mm-hmm. I let it go. Does anybody else how does that work? How does that work for you? I you forget stuff all the time. I was thinking the same thing this this morning, Mary, and I was thinking about Jennifer. Um, oh gosh, in a recent class I was in with her, talking about you know these these mundane things in her life, just asking spirit to direct her. And I was thinking, gosh, Holy Spirit, I I don't know. I guess I really like being in control of things because I I I don't know how to just turn just ask you to to take care of all these things i i just still want to just plan it all out and be in charge um i i know holy spirit is just there for me and uh knows that i'll choose what to do at the right time so um i'm just letting it be Yeah, that, that is a tough lesson for me to just let it be because I feel like it's going to fall apart and I'm going to just go like, what? What am I supposed to? I do not remember what I'm supposed to do from one minute to the next, pretty mm-hmm. much. If I don't have my phone, if I'm looking at it, I am like, you know, lost. And it's kind of scary, but I suppose this is where. I'm supposed to be right now where I can learn how I can really let it go. <laughs> like I said, I'm that way all the time. It is so not unusual for me to, that was probably really poor grammar, but uh, anyhow, um, for me to, you know, not look at my phone and then all of a sudden, uh, two hours later, look at my phone and oh my gosh, there's a reminder that yeah. I'm supposed to be in a Zoom in five minutes and it's like, ah. Ah. <laughs> you know yeah 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 alarms Hi. all over the place Hi, Sarah. Sarah. I'm I'm excited to talk about this topic <laughs> because Amanda knows this about me that I used to really live and die by the to-do list and all the planning and all the things um And I remember hearing Jennifer talk about the to-be list instead of the to-do list. So I used to keep a note on my phone every day with all my things and I would cross it off. And a lot of them were like repetitive, like, you know, the same thing, I know I'm going to do it today. So why do I need to check it off a list? So I don't do that anymore. Um, I put meetings in the calendar on my phone and I might look at it if I don't remember, um, like what, what am I supposed to do today? You know, but, and they pop up, but I have a paper planner now. And all I do is I write in like my actual scheduled meetings and that's it. And I don't write anything else down anymore. Um, and I just kind of go with like the flow of the day. Like, um, I don't know. I don't know how it shifted but it has. And, you know, I'm not saying it's perfect all the time. Like 
I have this project that I plan to start this week and I've been procrastinating all week. <laughs> so I, I finally have time this afternoon after this, um, this call, I have like a two hour block and my goal was to spend 20 minutes on it. So I'm like, yes, okay. Like, I don't know how this lined up, but we've got two hours, so we're going to do it. And that kind of stuff just kind of seems to keep working out. And I realized that the internal shift from feeling like I needed to plan it all out and control all of it and have it all written down is trust that if I don't get it right or I do forget, it's not that big of a deal. Like I'll, I'll remember later, like it's fine. <laughs> and, and I also think like maybe it was that two months of like, basically disconnecting from my entire life and everything was fine too when I got really sick last year where now I'm just like yeah like like my, here's an example my daughter starts pre-k in like August 18th and there's a whole list of stuff that she needs like school supplies and in my mind I'm like okay when am I gonna go shopping for that or should I order it all on Amazon you know like when am I gonna do that it's just kind of like sitting there in the back of my mind and in the past, I'd be like, I'd stop everything and get it done. And it would like, just bother me. So I'd have to do it right now. But now I'm able to just let it linger there. And I'll be like, I'll get to it when I'll get to it. So that has shifted for me. And I don't know how I just have, I, I mean, doing this work is, is why. I, I believe that when we let it go, Mary, that that's when ease and grace happens. I believe that in my heart, <laughs> but that, you know, that, that fear, that, that fear that it's not going to be okay. There's, you know, yeah. there's something there that, that I want, you know, I mean, what's the worst thing that could happen? <laughs> when it's you like know, Amanda yeah. said at the beginning of the call, like you can't make yourself be that way until you're like that. Like you can't force the healing, like you know, like I, I definitely point. like, I remember doing my activation session in year three. So like the beginning of 2021 and my focus was to be more relaxed and to be more chill. And I don't know how I've become that way, <laughs> like, but I couldn't like make myself either. Like I just held the intention that I wanted that and I prayed on it and I intended it and did all these things and now here it is um yeah so the healing oh. just happened on its own like I, I didn't force it oh thank you Sarah yeah uh, I it just that really got me thank you I I it's I knew that I just didn't it wasn't I need somebody to say it I think thank you yeah and, and then like loving yourself her where you are right now like okay yeah. I'm still like this this is yeah. how I am I'm getting upset about this or whatever yeah. but it's okay yeah <sighs> <laughs> that's that's a really thank you Sarah I have to say thank you also that's a really good point to to bring it back to the conversation in the beginning of the meeting we can't force ourselves any more than we can force a client um,
Be gentle. Let it be gentle. Yeah, I actually had this thought um, before I, I made my lunch about how this project I'm starting on, I remember like being super overwhelmed about it a year ago and thinking it was going to take forever. And here I am a year later, just now starting it. And it's fine. <laughs> like, I was stressing myself out a year ago, yet I still, my business still grew. I took two months off basically because I almost was but a death door and it was fine. Like it's all been fine. So. <laughs> oh, that's so powerful, Sarah. Sometimes I wonder if that's. It's a scary thought. It makes me take a deep breath. Just, just thinking about it. But sometimes I wonder if that's what I'm waiting for. You know, am I waiting to be so sick that I have to lay on my back and do nothing but take care of myself? You know, is, is that what I'm waiting for? Which, you know, what's, it's the same as the question in the, in the mastery circle this morning. And, and I think, um, Jennifer, it's the same question. I posed the question that Jennifer posed. In I think it was one of our, our prayer practitioner classes recently. What do you? What's one thing that you're holding on to? And if you knew that you could, it could all be resolved. That you have that power, and it all, it could all be resolved in prayer. Would you do it? And if not, what are you waiting for? You know why? What's holding you back? I can't answer that question. <laughs> I have not been willing to look at that question. <laughs> and here's a little side note. Do you have to know the answer to that question to have to accept the healing? Right? There's a little bug in your britches. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> that was none of my business. There's the question of, do you have to know who is the you that wants to know? Is it the personality? Is it the ego? I mean, the higher self already knows, right? Oh, yeah. It's the piece of me that thinks there's a process you have to go through. Mm. Yeah, we can accept that it's already done right now. Absolutely. We are already totally healed right now. 
because it's true. And the solution to every problem is there. <laughs> there is no problem. That goes back well, there is, a, there's only one. For me, that goes back to Sarah's story, like accepting the um, interactivation session that she wanted to be more relaxed. And here she is a year-ish later, more relaxed yeah. without like really knowing, without actually seeing it. Good call, Amanda. Yep. I keep thinking in our conversation today about um, some of the reading we've been doing in our text reading class and Sarah, Sarah and I are in this class. And one section we just did was the last unanswered question. And there's a series of four questions. The first question and the first three are pretty easy to answer. The first one is, do I desire a world I rule instead of one that rules me? Question two, do I desire a world where I am powerful instead of helpless? Question three. Do I desire a world in which I have no enemies and cannot sin? Those three easy questions to answer. Here's the fourth question. Here's the unanswered question. And then the text goes on and on about this one. And do I want to see what I denied because it is the truth? Hmm. Do I want to see what I denied? I don't get it. We had a discussion about what it is that we've denied. What have we denied? We've denied that we never left our source. We've denied that we are not bodies, that we're spirit. Um, <clears throat> we've denied that underlying all of our dynamics, there's unconscious guilt. We've denied that with this unconscious guilt, there's terror, that God's going to come after us and do us in. We've denied that what we think we see those other bodies out there that they're really not bodies they're spirit and that we're one with them i mean there is so much that we have denied in our everyday lives and i i think that this it's just such an interesting thing to sit with because it's the same in working with clients if they're having a hard time moving forward with something and you keep circling around, what is underneath that that's being denied? And if I can't look at it in myself, how can I ask a client to look at it, right? I can't ask a client to go somewhere that I'm not willing to go. Or can I? 
Can you? Can you ask a client to go somewhere you're not willing to go? Can you ask a client to go into terror if you're not willing to go there yourself? Can you ask a client to feel their innocence if you're not willing to feel your own innocence? When would you ask a client to go into terror? I'm just trying to think. It would, it would just be if it came up. Oh, okay. To look naturally. at it. If it naturally look came at it. up. Yeah. Came up. I and I and my my experience is that in in watching people work with clients that if if the facilitator is not willing to go into the depths of their own process, they're not going to be able to sit with somebody doing that. The person who's with them isn't going to feel safe going there. And the facilitator isn't going to feel safe because it's going to take them into something that's way too scary. Right? Oh. I mean, that's that's how, how it always comes back. The psychotherapy pamphlet talking about how in, in the psychotherapeutic relationship, it's really for the therapist. <laughs> But we're all one, so if it's for the therapist, it's for everyone. And we're almost always potentially asking the client to go into terror if the truth is something that's terrifying to them. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're denying it, Mm -hmm. because it's too terrifying. Um, But yeah. Yeah, I'm realizing that I have also, uh, this is really great, Marianne. that I have a tendency to pussyfoot around stuff. I don't want to shake anybody up. I don't want to scare them. I don't want to upset them. Uh, so, and I, I realize how deeply ingrained that is in my personality, just to be able to get along with people all of my life. Um, so, I'm now that I'm realizing that that is uh, kind of how do I do that? You know, so I listened to, well, like when I was talking with, uh, when I asked Jennifer about questions you ask people and how do you get people to open up and look at stuff? I don't do that to myself or with my loved ones that much. I'm always pussyfooting around stuff that would maybe be triggering. And it's uh, a new level of courage for me to, to actually, um, do it in a loving way so that and then see what happens you know it's kind of scary <laughs> i like how amanda does it she raises an eyebrow <laughs> she asks a question with a smile but it can be a really provocative question so it's like it's like the the pointedness is there, but she has all this softness built around it. Do you know that you do that, Amanda? No. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. My husband says, like, my face, like, there's no way I could actually lie. Even if the words coming out of my mouth aren't, you know, there is it is on my face. 
what I'm thinking is on my face. Yeah. Yeah. So if somebody said something to you that you knew was bullshit, right? Yeah. You might not actually call them on it, but you might raise your eyebrow and look at them in such a way. Yeah. There you go. Oh, that, yeah. That's it. <laughs> is that what you're telling yourself? <laughs> Whatever you need to hear, honey, you just be wherever you are. Yeah. I Same. am I am a wall. <laughs> and I would say this also, Mary, that it is. Like, it's totally fine where you are right now. It's perfect. The clients that come to you are going to need that gentleness. They're going to need that. And that's a beautiful thing. A year and a half from now, you might be able to raise your eyebrow at someone and go, (laughs) oh, really? (laughs) Really? Is it time to let that go yet? You know, like, yeah, yeah. so you're in the perfect spot. Like, you know, we're all, that's what the whole point is that we're yeah. all exactly where we need to be doing exactly yeah. what we need to do. So it's there's perfect. really no reason to even say, oh, I'm not doing this right. Or I'd like to be like that. I can just sit in my isness and know that it is perfect is that what you're saying yeah I'm going to give you an example I have a prayer partner who came to me for a counseling session once and then the last time we met for prayer she said she went to you for a counseling session because she said that you always turn everything into sunshine and rainbows and she needed that (laughs) so people are going to gravitate to you for different different reason <laughs> just be yourself the rainbow lady okay <laughs> oh that's funny thanks Sarah Mary I know I've talked to you about things I haven't talked to anybody else about and if if that issue comes up for me again I will come to you because I know without a doubt that you will not judge me and that you will sit there in softness and calmness and you will not judge me and that will really help me to not judge myself and it's a beautiful thing thank you yeah it's hard to see how we are with the other person you know and you all have your own wonderful ways of doing things too i from how much i've I've worked like i know manda and marianne a bit, Sarah, not that much, and, and Beth, but uh, yeah, oh, that's very interesting. Thank you. But um, Mary, I'll tell you too, I have my doubts about myself. I'm always like, am I doing enough? Because I'm spending most of my time on my other business and not a lot of time on this. I have like one client and then one person that I do a trade with and that's it, you know, but it is what it is like no one no one like really reaches out to me or comes to me either it's just random here and there but I'm just gonna let it be yeah yeah me too I'm not gonna worry about I'm not getting as many clients as some other people maybe I know it'll come when it's time and whoever is supposed to come will come but I really appreciate your your um your feedback there because it's you can't tell you know you can't tell Thank you. So the whole first year I did counseling, 
at the beginning of the next year, I think I did, I don't, it doesn't even matter. I just, I did, I would say 30 maybe sessions in the whole first year. And then the beginning of my second year, I literally did the same amount in like two or three months. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, without putting pressure on myself, without anything, it just naturally evolved that way. Mm -hmm. So for the first year, man, I was just rolling on an easy street, like, you know, just kind of taking it as it came. Not that I ever left easy street, but it's different. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to access the uh, counselor bios yesterday and the little, you know, clicked on, clicked on it on the website, Jennifer's website. And the little circle just kept going around and around and around. And I never was able to get in to see the bios. I really wanted to look at other people. I was working on my bio. I really wanted to look at everybody else's and I could not access it. It's very frustrating. I I haven't tried again today. I may try again today. You're muted, Amanda. Is it, I'm, I was looking right now. Is it the power of love? Yeah, I think so. It or jenniferhadley.com. I'm just seeing if it, maybe there was a little glitch going on. Yeah, I don't know. I, I know I went to the, I went to the page that has all of my, all of my classes and went to the spiritual counseling certification program, clicked on that. And then there's a, a sidebar on the left. that has all these different things that had counselor bios clicked on that little circle went around and around, you know, really for, for, for like three minutes, I sat there. And then I went to, I went to jenniferhadley.com, tried to come at it at a different way, tried to access it from a different site and just couldn't, couldn't get there. So I did, I was able to pull it up. Maybe they were working on it or something, but I, I went to know. Jennifer Hadley and can you guys see my screen? Yep. Yeah. And oh, I clicked, okay, great. Yeah. Clicked on the counselors and here we go. Okay, great. Great. I'll try it again today. Okay. Hmm. Great. Okay. I, I haven't this page in a while. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for welcome. that reassurance. Yeah. Also, I was trying to go in and uh, set up tithing for the ministry. Um, and it was giving me the option of doing like, like a certain amount of money. And then I put that in and it broke it down into $1 increments. And I'm going, I don't want to give a $1 each t- a month or whatever they were doing. I, I didn't understand. Has anybody else tried uh donating or tithing how do you do it you have to put in the amount like it'll say how many like units or something so you change it from one to uh like if say you're going to donate twenty dollars you change it to twenty and then it'll charge you twenty dollars it will be because it looked like it was going to charge me one no, it does look a little times. confusing yeah 
And I thought, yeah, that's, yeah. So I, I, I think I just put in like $20. Uh, I don't think it was even $10. And I was trying to get it like several times that amount. Anyway, so so it does do the total amount each time. It isn't just $1 a week or whatever. Okay. I think it's set up like a product. That's why you have to do it that way. It's probably whatever like system they use. Um, so it's like, like the computer system thinks it's like one unit. So you have to change yeah. it to 20 units or whatever. And, and I also want it to be recurring. And I don't see how they do that. Does anybody do that or just keep going in? I do, but I set it up like three years ago. So I have $20 oh, okay. a month as just like a donation. I don't remember how I did it, but for spiritual counseling, since that yeah. started separately, I keep the chart that um, Arabo sent us and I have like a column where if they're from the ministry, I'll mark it and then I'll calculate what 20% is. And then I'll just do like a one-off at the end of oh, the month. Okay. I set a reoccurring one up through um, the text message thing. Not that I ever have gotten a text message, but that's how I did it. Huh. Text mm-hmm. message to a minister. Uh, well, the, the power of love. love has a texting program. And that's mm-hmm. how I did it. Okay. I think when you do the one-time one, Mary, it gives you the option to check a box to click is like, I would like to make this recurring and then it'll come out on the same day every month. So like mine's the second of every month, I, it charges my credit card $20 and then I get a receipt for it. Okay. So. Well, I, I was trying to find that and I didn't see anything about recurring. So, oh, here we go. Oh, there we go. Right on the front page. Yeah. And it's um, <laughs> it's on again, jenniferhadley.com. And I went yeah. to the donate button and then um, okay. I scrolled, I just scrolled down because this isn't how I did it. I did it some other way, but um okay I saw that yeah okay there we okay, go that's what I'll do mm-hmm. all righty all right I'll do it right on I, I have that on my thank you donate yeah okay And I don't think everyone here has seen my new office. So you guys want a tour? Beautiful. All right. Yay. So I'm giving you the 360 tour. Yay. Can't see out my windows right now, but. Beautiful out there. What I can see. Yeah. Here. I'm enjoying my new office. <laughs> I'm giving the tour every chance I get. <laughs> it looks awesome. Boy, beautiful amount of space there. And it you can have great. your massage therapy and everything. I finally took down the blank um, whiteboard that was always behind my head this morning, actually. <laughs> 
And I want to say also the room looks so much, it looks so much better. Cause when you and I were talking, like there was a bed in there. I mean, it really looks like a professional office. It's, it's amazing. Not that there's a bed wrong with anything, but this does look like the next step. Like, you know, yeah, no, it's like feels yeah. symbolic when we got rid of that bed. Cause I felt mm-hmm. like I was shoved in this corner of a room and it wasn't really that serious, but now mm-hmm. I have the whole space to myself and he mm-hmm. gets to hang out in here with me now. Cause he used to be like, you know, in another room all day. Cause there was no room for him in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you guys, I do have a client at the top of the hour, so I have to go. Bye y'all. Bye Amanda. Does anybody else have anything they want to bring up or should we just pray out for today? I feel full. Yeah, I feel complete. Complete, that's the word. (laughs) Full too. (laughs) I'm full, I just had lunch. Would you like me to pray out? Sure. Yes. Okay. Oh, cute little. Oh, is that a doggy or a kitty? It's a dog. It's a dog. He's a dachshund. He's, oh, he's a guy, so he just kind of oh. wanders around. He, he he eats around two or three, and he starts getting restless about this time of day. So he's just going to pace. Okay. All righty. <laughs> well, we'll make it quick. <laughs> oh, Lori's joining us here. Hey, Lori. Um, okay, shall I just wait for a minute or go pray, pray out? Okay. Oh, placing our hands on our hearts. We are joyfully joining together. We're so grateful to be able to work together today to share everything that's going on with our spiritual journey. So grateful to be able to have these beautiful companions working together, holding the light together, sharing it, spreading it, healing, sending the healing out to all. We're getting it done. And so grateful to be able to join with you today in doing that. We share the benefits with the healing that we are doing that we are in the midst of that we are bringing to the light we're sharing it with everybody we're so grateful for the opportunity to do that and we share the benefits and the love and the joy that we are experiencing with everyone and we know it is done and so it is amen amen Thank you. Love you. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Marianne. Bye, Beth. Bye, Lori.